0: You're clicking, but you're clicking down just like this tall-ass roller coaster that just opened in Ohio. I know you don't really need this information, but in case you were wondering, this new roller coaster has a 90-degree angle drop, and for some reason, I want to go on it right now. Oh, my God. Have you ever been to Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio? Well... This time of year, it makes me think of skipping class in high school. Well, well, not really, not me, but because I stayed my ass at home on those days because <laughs> I was I was good enough as a student that my mom just let me stay home. But it was common for him for me to hear stories of other students or peers of mine driving all the way up to Cedar Point and spending the day. Those roller coasters can either make you shit your pants or get your entire life together, depending on your perspective. Either outcome. I say either outcome has a beautifying effect on the skin (laughs) because it promotes the blood flow. That's what I would assume, because that time of year right now, the springtime, the time to move the blood Um, is a time for you to start not only moving your blood flow but also moving the old dusty shit out of your house and starting to plan your summer vacations away from the dungeon in which you reside. So, where am I going this summer? I'm going back to Colorado, I'm going hiking, bitch. And just because just because winter is over, people, does not mean you can jumpstart jumping for joy. Um, all winter, you've neglected your pores and you are not forgiven, bitch. You are not allowed to forget about your body just because it was cold outside. Not only is your skin ashy, your insides are also ashy. Um, the natural oil I'm going to share with you today has healed my skin nearly instantly, and it keeps you moisturized. The oil I use is something tried and true, and it's not even expensive, but it's the secret to my beautiful skin. Yes, I said beauty. And the best thing about this natural oil is that it can be found in the baking aisle next to the foil pans. Thank you, Reynolds. I've been using this regimen for nearly a decade, with excellent results and i'm sharing with you i'm sharing it with you today our reality keeps getting more and more bizarre as i do research so today in addition to this beautiful oil that i'm going to share with you i'm going to be diving into something very cool diving back into something actually now that I think about it because we've already went over this um the purpose of this podcast is to um, develop your understanding of the iterative iterative process of soul development and the esoteric energy system inside every human being so I'm gonna give you some groundbreaking tea about Albert Einstein's dumbass I swear to God. And apparently, hmm, he was completely wrong about everything. His theory of everything, his theory of relativity, he was so wrong. In fact, I'm going to have, well, Albert Einstein was so wrong. I'm going to have to issue my first retraction on center of the sun. Yes, you can applaud me. Um, I could not be happier because that's the purpose of the podcast is to learn, um, to unlearn and to relearn. We're going to learn all day, bitch. Later, if you stick around for the recap of season one, we're going to be revisiting the topic of bacteria living everywhere inside and outside the human body. I'm your host, Devon, and you are listening to Center of the Sun. It is that time of year year again, honey. Do you remember when it was springtime as a kid? Well, you work so excited for Daylight Savings Time. Well, the same Daylight Savings Time we're about to undo. Why is the EU about to undo that, do it too? It's so stupid. But because it is meant, um, you were excited for Daylight Savings Time as a kid because it meant that you got to greet the fat birds on your way to school. That's what I was trying to say. And it was a time to bust out your tennis shoes and throw your boots in the back of your closet. It meant something big was on the horizon, literally the sun Better yet, spring finally breaking. It's time to take off that bubble coat. In the mornings, to this day, it's still hard to tell before you go to work whether or not you need your coat. Because yesterday afternoon, it was It was fucking like 70 degrees. It was warm as fuck. But I always remember making the terrible choice of walking outside with too much Vaseline on as a kid. Have you ever done that? like so much vaseline on my body because it was necessary for my sensitive skin after the sh- after the shower after using all that soap that dried out my skin i had to you know moisturize in some way but my skin was always dry as a fucking bone and my mother made sure i glistened like the snow before i left the house but that soul glow was deceiving That layer of Vaseline was supposed to protect my skin from the elements, which it did. Unfortunately, it was too protective, and I'll tell you why. There were times that I could not feel the cold. Well, obviously, Vaseline is not a form of insulation, like, of course, duh. But because it delayed my response to the exchange of the heat with the outside air, I would always be too far up the street by the time... I needed to turn around to grab my coat because I didn't realize that the Vaseline was delaying my response to the cold. And because its name is literally petroleum jelly, I don't use Vaseline as much as I used to and other moisturizers simply don't work for my advanced dry skin, i.e., for example, you know, lotions, bath and body works, you know, things of that nature. Those things just simply do not work. And, um, but full disclosure, I always do keep a small jar of Vaseline as a backup of my main oil, which is what? Coconut. One majority of days, I use natural oils. Specifically, cold pressed Organic virgin coconut oil. I use it every day. Well, sorry. I don't know why I'm so excited. I'm so hype. I don't know why. I use it every day after the shower to not only moisturize my skin with the lipids, because you need the, the lipid fatty acid, whatever the fuck it is. The lipids of the coconut fruit. You need those to moisturize the skin also, you need the oil to lock in the water or the moisture that's already on top of the skin that it's in from the shower, you know. So here we go. Where did I get this information from? Well, luckily, I'm so happy you asked. I'm so happy you asked. Thank you for listening to Center of the Sun. If you want to know, visit Devon.org. dvaugh org. For all the links to the information that i'm going to share with you today okay honey so we're starting with a double blind randomized double blind clinical trial okay it was reported in dermatology times and this uh study compared virgin coconut oil now i don't know if it was organic or not so we're gonna We're going to just make a little parking lot caveat. But it compared virgin coconut oil with widely used mineral oil on 34 people with chronically dry skin. So this is the first part of the article that just demonstrates the efficacy or how well it worked as compared to something mainstream like mineral oil. Okay, so long story short, this study... Uh, demonstrated that coconut oil can moisturize the skin just as well as other natural oils like sunflower seed oil and almond oil almond oil and coconut oil is my favorite combination if you haven't it's just too expensive it's like okay almond oil like for ten dollars you only get like three ounces but whatever the difference the important thing about this study was that they made a very important difference, a distinction between coconut oil and other natural oils like mineral oil, okay? So the difference with coconut oil is not only its ability to heal and and prevent dry skin, but the way that it forms a barrier with the microbes on the skin is, like, surprising. They were like, wait, um... So coconut oil not only has the ability to make sure that I glisten in the fresh driven snow, like fresh driven snow, it also, it also has a positive effect on the health of my immune system on my skin. Like, huh, honey? What in the world? Dermatology time states... That this study demonstrates coconut oil's ability to decrease bad bacteria on the skin while increasing the bacteria that protects us. So, you know that, like, everywhere around you, inside and outside of you, there are, you know, bacteria and other organisms that we host are, you know, we do some—we scratch their back, we they scratch ours— um, In a similar study, you know, mineral oil did not have this naturally occurring antibiotic effect. So this is like novel. This is revolutionary. This is revolutionary for a, a variety of ways because I'm pretty sure I just got done reading an article and I don't want to scare you. But um, the fact that we that we take we are prescribed and then therefore only partially complete the the course of antibiotics so often we are starting to create superbugs that won't be able to be fought by normal means of medication so any attempt that we make with naturally um, fighting bacteria and things of that nature is a step in the right direction of um, preventing Superbugs that have already arrived in my state anyway moving along what kind of virgin coconut oil should you buy well i'm very glad that you asked because the kind that i'm going to suggest to you is in the baking aisle so the next time you go to the grocery store And it probably should be, like, a big grocery store, so you have options. If you live in a small town or something, you might want to use, like, Amazon or something. But this is the kind you want, so grab a pen. Virgin coconut oil. But it must be cold-pressed, unrefined, and organic. Okay, so you want cold-pressed because it preserves the nutrients of the coconut. Um... I'm pretty sure I decalcified my pineal gland over the last 10 years by accident because I've been using this method. Um, Do not buy expeller press. It's very deceiving. You got to really read the jar, okay, because a lot of oils are expeller press because you don't really need, you just need to fry chicken. You don't need to, like, moisturize your skin, you know, so... Don't buy Expeller Press or any form of coconut oil that was heated, okay? If you did, throw it away because you can't eat it either because it's terrible for you to eat. Don't eat it. I don't suggest you eat coconut oil. Just put it on your skin. But you want to use cold press because you want the naturally occurring healing abilities. You want the naturally occurring antibiotic. Come on. Spend the $7. It's $7.44. I just bought a very nice jar last night at Walmart. It was seven dollars and forty-four cents, and that jar is gonna sit on my radiator. It's gonna melt, and it's gonna last me about a month for seven dollars. And I don't use any lotions or anything. Well, because I'm, and oh, full disclosure, I have to use this because I'm allergic to everything, so I can't use lotion or anything. I can't even use soap. I have to use castile soap, Dr. Bronner's. Also, is organic cold-pressed coconut oil-based soap. <laughs> So, my soap is coconut oil, my moisturizer is coconut oil, and then I put glycolic acid and toner on my face. Also, if you buy virgin coconut oil, make sure you buy cold-pressed unrefined, okay? The unrefined is a little bit more gritty, so I've seen or felt, but it's because it has the proteins or whatever, the sugars or something is in it that you want on your skin, and the good thing about it is that it absorbs directly into the skin and this into the bloodstream. So you're like absorbing lipids into the skin without it going into your body, into your bloodstream. Like imagine like you're getting the benefit of the lipid and the fatty acids that come with it because it interacts with. And we're going to talk about this process later. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Because this natural oil, coconut oil, it it increases the good bacteria on the skin. It um, helps uh, absorb into the uh, lower, you know, the lower parts of the skin into the bloodstream a lot easier. Also, make sure because of that, make sure it's organic. I forgot to say that um, because you don't want unnecessary chemicals added to the jar during the process. So what are the benefits? Why am I telling you to do this? It's kind of absurd. Like, don't go to the beauty section. Go to the food. Go to the baking section. Don't ever buy anything out of the beauty section anymore because the things in the beauty section are designed to make you buy them more. Like lotion and... Is meant to make you buy more lotion. Not to hydrate you. So therefore it makes you dry. And then it makes you want to buy more. It smells good. So there is a benefit. You know there are benefits to using lotion. But I can't use it. The benefit of using virgin coconut oil. Cold pressed. Unrefined. Organic. Virgin coconut oil on the skin. Is because it increases skin hydration. Because of the natural fatty acids. Or whatever the fuck it is. You can look it up. Your skin absorbs the oil and keeps what you already have. It doesn't make it evaporate like alcohol does. Look at any bottle of lotion or soap. The first ingredient is water. The second ingredient is what? Alcohol. Every single one. That's why I can't use it. That's why I can say that because I know I'm allergic to it. (laughs) But put the damn coconut oil on your skin after you dry, after the shower. Pat yourself dry so you have a little bit of wetness. Or do it in the steamy bathroom. But come out and let yourself dry with the oil on the skin. Also, you're increasing the lipids on your skin. You're getting the benefits of fat in your diet without eating it. Your skin needs fat. So the fatty acid chains in the natural oil integrate into the skin instantly. This is due to the metabolism with the microbiome. Biotic or the microbiome that exists on top of the skin. Since I'm talking about it, there is another part of this article that is in very, very interesting because not only does it increase the good bacteria on the skin, it decreases bad bacteria like staph. So, several kinds of bacteria cannot live when you smother them with natural oils, honey. And good bacteria loves coconut oil, just like me. Bam, honey. I cited my source on my blog, devon.org. D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. Okay. So, what do you think? Have what do you use for uh moisture? Do you have an issue with dry skin? If so. Please email me your best practices your natural remedy. What is your best natural remedy for your dry skin? Cuz I want to share it with the world. I want to share it on my blog, especially for black men, they be ashy. Um for real, I'll be like, um I'd be r- really offended when I see black men who are like have ashy hands. That will make no sense. Because also another thing is that when I use coconut oil and say if I've like run out or something and I'm like, oh shit, Kroger's closed. I can't use lotion. So I got to like wait till the grocery store opens. My skin stays hydrated for at least a few days. Like lotion's pretty much like, oh, I'm ashy at night. I put it on in the morning, then I'm ashy at night. Coconut oil is like, I put it on every day for a month. I don't get ashy for, for about three days. It's lit. And then it just absorbs you'll have to just you have to see it to believe it and i wish i could like tell your brand to use no it don't matter because all you need is organic cold pressed virgin coconut oil bam so moving along we have all heard the phrase you are what you eat have you but in this case the opposite i'm going to talk about the opposite being true okay So we're talking about coconut oil on top of the skin. We're talking about how it interacts with the good bacteria on top of the skin. We're going to talk about now the good bacteria inside the gut, okay? And you are what you don't eat. You are what is left behind after your body purges itself of toxins when you do some intermittent fasting, can we revisit the topic of the microbiome, the microbes, microbes, the resident microbiota or the microbes that live all around us, inside of us and inside of us? There is a video on YouTube and you can see on my blog for this post or for this podcast. There are two scientists from Stanford University there. I think their uh, wife and husband but they operate this lab called the Sonnenberg Lab. Their name is like Jessica and Rick or something. And they uh, uncovered some very interesting secrets about your digestive system. Okay. So, we're, so we just got done talking about like some like super good stuff about the skin. Well, like what about the inside of the body? Well, the same is true. You need to feed the good bacteria inside of your gut and so these scientists have found that the food we eat has a direct link to our immune system and like not and it's not like well, you are what you eat no it's like literally stop eating so much bullshit and and if you can't stop eating bullshit then it's just don't eat like literally just let it go like ugh. by understanding by, by understanding how bacteria inside your gut interacts with your body these scientists suggest that illnesses like diabetes and lupus and stuff are merely autoimmune like well we know lupus is autoimmune but like diabetes we don't really know or we like know it's like a whole bunch of different stuff but like it's autoimmune there's finding it's autoimmune dementia might be autoimmune it might be your body attacking itself because of lack because of like woo Chile basically I'm not going to try to inundate you with information today that is too much their studies their studies are uncovering the mysteries of a new organ organ in the body called the resident microbiota it's not like literally an organ but because we host like 100 times more than human cells we, we host 100 times more organisms um than our own cells, um, small, a small tweaks in our diet can undo years of damage. So I want you to check out their video. It's on my blog, Devon.org. And, uh, basically what I gathered from this video is that fiber, dietary fiber in the form of like whole foods is the best course of action. When you eat foods that are high in in fiber and are rich in fiber and nutrients and stuff like that, like broccoli and whole grains, carrots and all that shit, your cells can't really do much with the fiber. Like hard food like that, it can't really do much. But that's not the purpose of you eating that shit. According to the Sonnenberg people, scientists, That's a good thing because during your dinner's trip through the 20 feet of your intestines inside your guts, your body takes what it needs, mainly like water and nutrients and like a little bit of like fat and sugar, um, but it lets the rest travel all the way down the 20 feet of intestines. And by the time you are ready to expel your waste, good bacteria that controls your immune system also absorbs what it needs to survive so you feed yourself then you feed the bacteria you host the bacteria you host creates this symphony of chemical bonds and shit that support your immune system keep in mind you're feeding brilliance of these organisms so you need to eat a lot of broccoli a lot of fiber a lot of shit like that And they have all kinds of research that show that people are not eating properly and because and their illnesses may be the result of that. So autoimmune disorders are beginning to a lot of them are beginning to be linked to the gut when good bacteria resides in your gut um and it doesn't have enough fiber to make digestion easier it must rely on your body's natural defenses meaning the lining of mucus yeah gross that prevents the acid from burning your stomach lining so um that mucus is like all throughout your body and it has the same purpose in your gut and mucus in the gut prevents good bacteria from telling your immune system to fight so it creates a barrier and when you deplete that barrier between you and that bacteria your body is in constant inflammation so say if you're hmm, a young black man who have sex with other men who is hmm, HIV positive you probably need to support your immune system you can do that By understanding how the immune system is directly linked to your gut. Okay. So you don't want to weaken the body (laughs) by weakening your diet. Don't you got to have a good diet? And it don't actually take all that shit. It don't take a lot to do. The first thing I would suggest is to jumpstart your diet, you know, maybe a detox can email me for product suggestions or whatever it is what i've done is i've added supplements like she legit also you can email me for product suggestions host at centersun 21.com um making sure that i put my coconut oil on the outside of my body to make sure that that is good and then i drink alkaline water that's at kroger that's at the grocery store too it's very inexpensive stuff It's just small tweaks to your diet. Drinking alkaline water for um, making sure that my body is properly expelling waste and I'm giving it water, like the proper form of water. Also, I'm minding my business. That is like number one in this whole podcast. Mind your business. And last but not least, In order to balance your gut bacteria, if you feel like you need to support your immune system in any way, I would suggest that you eat fermented foods, Activia, you know, those kind of commercials, those are fermented foods. Um, Also, if you like swine, pair it with some sauerkraut. Don't heat it up or something, you know, eat some kombucha or some kimchi, you know, get you some find you some asian friends some miso soup or some fish sauce ooh, or some vegan friends who know how to fuck up some tempeh yes honey if you don't know what else to do get you some stinky cheese and, and some wine or some beer all fermented it all has the good bacteria and you actually need to eat a lot of different kinds of bacteria in order to get the right mix of like what you're supposed to do Um, or how your body's supposed to like figure it out because you don't know, like if you're feeding trillions of organisms, how do you know which ones you need? Because you don't. So, (laughs) so thank you so much for listening. Um, before I let you go, I wanted to, oh, I wanted to issue my retraction. So during, um, season two of center of the sun, we focused on the scientific achievements of albert einstein and um, we read from a book called the elegant universe by david or david or brian green it was a very good book but it was very confusing and though i'm not a physicist intuitively i knew that his ideas outlined in that book regarding the speed of light and theories of general relativity and relativity were too complicated to be true like mind blowing like i had to do some acrobatics but because it drilled down into some to the same ideas that that you know were taught to me as a kid um, or pretty much since the, the day i was born um, the fact that we're surrounded by atoms and like everything's a particle, and like everything can be like divided into, into the smallest parts a neutrino, a gluon, and a, 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 a nuon, and blah blah blah. Particles and strings make up our reality, vibrating things, vanka blah, blah blah blah. Well, that's the nature of my retraction today. Thank you for listening. And if you've made it this far, thank you so much for your patience. I would like to retract my acknowledgement of Albert Einstein as a thought leader regarding the true nature of the universe. It has come to my attention very abruptly that Albert Einstein was wrong. Not only wrong, but dead ass fucking wrong. So wrong that we have proven him wrong to solidify that his well, we've proven him wrong. He's so wrong that we proved him wrong while trying to prove him right. That's how like dumb he is. He didn't even know he was that dumb. So how do I know this? Because YouTube told me. And theoretical physicist and author of Physics of the Impossible. What's his name? Michio Cow. He's I see him all over TV and all over YouTube and stuff. He's very mainstream. He's very authoritative in his field. He's up there with Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I don't know why Neil deGrasse Tyson hasn't retracted his love for relativity. Um, there is a video on YouTube that you can find on my blog, Devon.org, uh, that describes an experiment or the experiments in Geneva, Switzerland, you know, the ones that like we're smashing particles together. Um, well, apparently those experiments have dismantled our entire motherfucking understanding of the universe. Like basically scientists have proven that light is not the fastest thing in the universe. Light is not a wave, light is not a particle. Light is a wave of is the rate of induction or some fucking weird ass shit. The foundations of modern physics are being called into question. That's what he has said and it has millions of views in addition I think you know you know I would classify this as the true apocalypse because it and well and it does not involve zombies or a flu or anything terrible but um and I say it's an apocalypse because I think the government has already known about all of this shit and otherwise our world would not be the way that it is because it's all set up with Fi and nuclear power and medicine and all that shit The public is being told slowly, basically. So I guess we can't be that mad, but um, physics is being called into question. I felt this. This is why Center of the Sun was created, because I'm like, my brain is expanding. I don't know what is going on, but some things are changing. Albert Einstein is wrong. Any indication that i had any indication that i gave prior to this episode that he was right is now retracted. Holy. Okay. So um So what's next? Um well, we are going to be discovering the soul and we're going to be start we're going to start integrating technology into our bodies via AI. Now anytime soon? No. But, you know, there's another video on my blog, uh, Devon.org, um, about deep brain stimulation. It's so fucking cool. We're already doing it. Um, so <laughs> what's the solution to Albert Einstein's mistake? And I'm going to end with this magnetism. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.